the mic and make sure it sound right, boy. Welcome to episode 286. I'm your host, Alpha Mike, and you are listening to Raider Cop Podcast. Today's episode is titled Wayne's World, NRA. We're going to explore what exactly does the NRA mean to Americans. With a membership of over 5 million members, it means something to them. But what about the rest of the other 330 million Americans. We'll explore that and a lot more about the NRA, but just in a few. Now, as I've told you, we are redefining ourselves in Raider Cop. We have a new website. It is called Raider Cop Tactical, and you can find us on Raider Cop TAC. That's Raider Cop TAC. And .com, and you can um, see our website there where we're doing training classes. We're starting off with firearms from basic to intermediate. Then it'll start uh, progressing from there. Uh, we hope you take that journey with us because we live in a society that we have to keep our heads on the swivel. You know, a lot is going on in America, and I personally am just tired of our administration backlashing us, saying that we're evil, projecting us as something we're not, and our leadership becoming total buffoons, clowns goofs, stooges in front of the world. You can't keep up with all the things that are occurring. You know, you get a good news story and you go, my gosh, I can't believe it. You blink twice and the second one went out. Blink again and the third news story goes out. It's coming fast and furious because it's a sign of the times. And when we talk about today's society, and as we know that the administration currently wants to project what society should be, you know, if you're a boy, you can be a girl. If you're a girl, you can be a boy. If you're a girl, you can play men's sports if you're a man you can play girls sports the twisted sick and disturbing mentality that they have if you say anything to the contrary you're a MAGA don't do it and I'm tired of it I'm tired of the Biden administration I'm tired of not saying who I am or what I believe. I'm tired of people hating America. I'm tired of the left. 
and the soft-ass Democrats that are allowing the left to steal their political party. Where's the liberal? They disappeared. They got beat up and mugged by the left. And speaking of the left, the left's guiding force, the God that they worship, Marxist-Lenin. Marxist-Lenin once said, atheism starts where Christianity ends or religion ends. And that's what their real focus is. It was remove the father figure from the family, make a society where everything makes you feel good, just do it, regardless of circumstances, rules, and regulations. And the biggest book of rules and regulations that they hate the most is the Bible. In fact, the left is doing so well in their attack on worldwide beliefs of people to destroy them. They are now perverting people's minds more and more. You know, there's a lot of things that are in scriptures. If you're a believer in scripture, then that's the rule book that you should govern yourself by. Unfortunately, we're watching too many Christians that are putting their Bible on the shelf because they're dancing to the tune of the White House. If you recently saw, there was a so-called Christian church that invited the president to the podium of God. Really? Are you serious? Remember the story when Jesus got upset because they were selling things in the temple? Well, if you're a politician, I can assure you, you're selling something. But they'll be judged, those that say that they're a Christian church in due time. In the meantime, I want to focus on the Christian leader. That's what the media calls him, but he's not a Christian. He's a Catholic leader, and his name is the Pope. No better lefty communist Pope has ever reigned in the Vatican than this one. This one is giving thumbs up to every sin that there is. Recently, he said that uh, the LGBTQRXWYZ, I can't keep up with the letters. It's okay. You can come to church, which is true. There are sinners in church. But let me explain to you real briefly what the difference is. Those sinners that walked into church have a repentive heart, and they're searching for forgiveness from God the ones that the Pope is talking about welcome (laughs) they're not repenting their sinful ways in fact they're looking forward to doing it again 
that same night. So that's a perverted mind. Recently, I saw Patrick Ben David on a YouTube video. Look him up. Great podcast. Great announcing. Patrick Ben David. And he talked about the nations that pray the most are the poorest nations and the ones that have affluence and money pray the least. And American society has been putting God away in the package, on the shelf. They don't have time to be judged right now. Things are happening too fast. And that's a mistake. In response to the Pope and his baloney that he recently has advocated for when he's told us that you can have the LGBTQRXTWIYZ community in church, everyone is welcome because that is a verse from the book of James, chapter 3. Make no exception. But the element that is needed is a heart that is looking to be forgiven, not one that is looking for acceptance of their sin. Anyway, if you turn to the book of Galatians uh, 1, and we look starting from uh, chapter, uh, uh, excuse me, it's chapter 1, verse 6 through 9 in, first, in Galatians 1, I'll read... And this is for the pontiff himself. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from whom called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preaches any other gospel to you than that we have preached to you, let him be accused. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accused I don't believe that the Lord wanted sinners to come into temples to continue sinning and laughing at the word they're not seeking God they're seeking approval of their evil ways and our government is the pimp pushing that sinful way all right, so we got a lot to talk about. One other thing I want to discuss real quick. Canada is getting closer and closer to becoming full commie. They, um, and we're going to do a podcast on that. There are steps closer to confiscating and destruction of all weapons in Canada. Let me repeat that again. Cl the Canada is closer to confiscation 
and destruction of all weapons as Trudeau, the ballerina up in Canada, continues to be a tyrant. And we here in America are doing everything in our power to resist that type of mentality. We encourage you to become a member of any organization out there that has a voice for your Second Amendment right. The NRA is one of them. We're going to discuss them in detail. Uh, as a reminder, we launch an episode, a podcast, every Wednesday. Don't miss every Wednesday. We're going to enlighten you. A lot of them are going to be on firearms courses. We're putting the Costa Nostra Mafia stuff on the shelf, just like they're doing to their membership. We're doing it the same. Why? It's played out. But we got a lot of other exciting stuff that we're going to talk about. Okay. Main event. Let the clowns set up. We are about to talk about episode 286, Wayne's World, NRA. Episode 286, Wayne's World NRA. We're going to take a deep dive into the NRA. As I said earlier, they've got over 5 million members. But now there's a little bit of controversy once again with the NRA. Established November 17. 1871, right after the Civil War, they've been around for 152 years, incorporated out of New York, New York. You remember New York, right? Used to have big buildings and there was normal people around there now. Now it's full of lunatics, crime, and uh, lefties. A membership of 5.5 million members and over $400 million in the coffers as reported in 2018. The NRA was very fun, uh, much fundamental in creating the marksmanship training program. They've done a lot of good in formalizing shooting or the evolution of firearms training in America. But so has a guy by the name of Colonel Jeff Cooper. You might say, well, what's the difference? Well, there is no difference. That's my point. And Colonel Jeff Cooper could have been a member of the NRA too. But let's continue looking at the NRA. 
Now, I'm not here to discuss the guilt or innocence of Wayne LaPierre. He's currently the vice president of the NRA. He's being indicted or sued or whatever uh, term it is in New York by uh, Attorney General James, better known as the you-know-what, up in New York. And they've got him with his hand on the cookie jar and a lot of, let's just say, cookies are in that hand. He's made himself a nice little cushion of money and of opportunity. Is this rampant in the NRA? I'm not here to pass judgment. I'm here to discuss what I believe the NRA is and what they should be versus what they really are. Let's continue. Now, back in 2019, the NRA had a very interesting president by the name of Colonel Ollie North. Uh, Colonel North, a former Marine, as uh, many say, there is no such thing as a former Marine, but he was in the Marine Corps and outspoken and so forth. We, We know his history when he was some type of advisor for President Reagan and um, and the Contras and the guns to Nicaragua and uh, all that baloney. And here he is now, 2019, he's the president of the NRA, and uh, once he took the reign of the NRA, he discovered that uh, Wayne LaPierre had deep pockets. And at one point he would come out and make that claim publicly. Wayne LaPierre, which has been somewhat, in my opinion, a problem in the NRA, or better known as a cancer, uh, ousted him by politicking to the board of the NRA that Colonel Oliver North was out to kill the good reputation of the leadership of the NRA. Well, Colonel North would end up leaving that post. Wayne LaPierre would continue staying in the NRA. Bouncing around from executive position to executive position, he would somehow, during those different positions that he had, would create a nice little contract that the NRA board thought that that was a great idea and approve it, that if he were to be removed or remove himself from the NRA, he would get a package of $17 million. Now, the legality to that is what's being discussed in this New York case. I'm not here to pass judgment. You do know that the NRA, the National Rifle Association, that was created in 1871 is a nonprofit. That's a lot of money to be giving an individual that was in a nonprofit. 
in my opinion. We go on to, nobody really put any uh, substance to what Colonel North had accused, and business went on as usual. Well, he would, Wayne, Wayne's world would uh, continue with his deep pockets uh, somewhere in the tune of $500,000 he would ring up on several vacations to the Bermuda uh, Bermuda or the Bahamas. I'm not sure on which one it was right now. But nevertheless, that's not important to the location. 500000 that's a lot, boy. He did not stay at a day's in with $500,000, we'll say that. Wayne LaPierre would continue to influence a lot of what was going on in the NRA for a long time. The NRA turned into a lobbying group, lobbying politicians, congressmen, senators, governors, state officials. And today, Americans just don't have any trust in their government. And you have to wonder, was the NRA a slush fund? So some politicians would vote for what they had to vote. This is the area that I'm diving into. Did the NRA have to spend millions of dollars catering to... Let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Republican congressmen and senators to convince them on certain bills? To me, if you say you're a conservative, you're a firm believer in the Second Amendment. All you have to do is read the amendment and know how to vote. I'm really concerned about these millions of dollars. If you're a listener to this program and you're into firearms, you have probably been on some type of robo call in your life from the NRA. They are very aggressive, by the way. Very aggressive. You promise to give them a dollar, they will haunt you for the next 10 years till they get a dollar 25. And I'm concerned with all the money that they have. Now, I'm also a member of another organization called the Gun Owners of America. And it was started by a senator. They've been around since the 70s, I believe. And you barely don't hear anything happening with them. But they also lobby politicians for votes. But their coffers is not as deep as Wayne LaPierre's pockets or the NRA. They're one and the same. So you have to wonder what's going on with the NRA. My personal belief, I think that they have become a Costa Nostra, a mafia family within the gun world. They control the firearms qualifications in America, ranges. They have manipulated who is what in the firearms industry. 
Now, I'm not going to go too hard on the NRA. I also believe in the principles that they established in 1871, that every American should learn to properly shoot a firearm. I believe in that principle. Like uh, the Italian guy saying the first movie of The Godfather, part one, I believe in America. And I believe in that goal as well. But I also believe that the NRA has sided from that vision and they went into the deep, dark swamp of Washington. And people like Wayne LaPierre were created where everybody was getting money under the table and it seemed like being the right thing to do. Now, I'm not pushing too hard because you know my co-host, and I love them both, uh, Alpha Alpha and Kilo Sierra, both NRA instructors, and I believe in that. I believe in what they've done, and they are very good instructors. But I am not an NRA instructor. I am a former law enforcement instructor of firearms. And I've learned that it's a proficiency. I learned it. I continue to learn it. I have practiced it feverishly uh, for many years now. Getting every time I go out, I can never get. I can. I can never perform at the level I want to, which is a good thing because you always want to push yourself to a higher level. And that's why we created Raider Cop Tactical. So, I believe in NRA. I just don't believe in the mafia tactics of the NRA. They're in everything. Try to become an instructor and do it without the NRA. You could... There is others out there like the USCCA, which I'm a member of. But it's nothing like those three little letters, NRA. You know, the government has them too. CIA, FBI. Well, NRA controls the firearms industry. Now, remember I spoke about Colonel Jeff Cooper? He taught us the principles of shooting, seven principles, being fierce, aggressive, so forth. But we don't have controversy with Colonel Jeff Cooper's style. That that foundation is still around today. The NRA has done wonderful things too. But they're very aggressive in control. The NRA loves to control. Just like the mafia, they control industry. And there should be protocols, but I'm not in agreement with control. I have a lot of distrust for my government. I'd hate to start distrusting things that I love, like the NRA. Up next, we're going to have on episode 287, what in the hell is happening up in Canada with Prime Minister Trudeau, better known as the ballerina, as he gets 
closer to confiscation and destruction of firearms in Canada. If you pass geography in school, you know that's just above the United States. We should be concerned. It's important. Now, we're going to have a lot of more uh, podcasts, with a lot of them dealing with firearms, um, readiness in firearms, uh, keeping your head on a swivel or awareness. And uh, we're also going to have other things as, as far as your health is concerned, things that you should start getting in the habit of doing. Because we live in troubled times, you know. Self-protection is so important nowadays. There are rumors of wars and there are wars. And there are things that are happening in other countries that we do not want to happen in this country. So we have to be that militia that our forefathers told us that we should be a member of in the Second Amendment and be prepared for anything that comes our way so stay tuned for more of our podcast it's always an honor to be your host on Raider Cop podcast and I will continue to tell you to continue to pray for your community for your family for yourself because without you we have nothing and for your police departments that serve you and most importantly continue to pray for the United States of America be proudful have a relationship with God and tell him the almighty how you feel believe me he's listening we'll see you downrange stay safe